Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ouch That Hurts. I'm your host Yolani and in today's episode I will explain to you the steps you need to take before you purchase a home. So without any more chit-chatting, let's get started. So purchasing a home can be very stressful but at the same time rewarding and this is the reason why I like to do this episode because I will explain to you more about what you need before you actually purchase that dream house in that incredible neighborhood. So I have been a real estate agent for a couple months now and I have learned a couple of tips and tricks on what you need to do before you actually commit to that dream house. So the first thing that you have to know is you have to go, you have to make sure that you have two years of employment and that is either through your W-2s or if you have a business, make sure you have a business for the last two years. If you don't have that, then I'm sorry, but you can purchase a home. The only way that you can purchase a home is if you pay it in cash. And I know most of us don't have that much money. So know this, you have to earn an income for two years or have a business. Another thing you need to make sure is to have a great credit score. The reason why you want a great credit score is because lenders are going to see whether or not you are a person that they trust, they, that they can trust, and someone that you are going to pay them back. And the only way that they can assure or a very quantifiable way that they can assure that you are paying them back is through a great credit score so make sure you pay all of your debts if you have any any credit card debts any card debts student loans i'm not telling you that you need to pay all of them but if you can i would highly 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 encourage you to do so so make sure you do that Another thing you have to keep in mind is that you have to have sufficient money for your down payment and closing costs. So I have a client, I had a client a couple months ago, and he was interested in purchasing a home. The only issue was that he didn't have sufficient funds and he had high levels of debt. So we couldn't purchase a home and we eventually had to put that on hold and he is definitely saving some money. So he can purchase a home in the next year or the next two years. So you have to keep those things are are very important. The next step that you need to do is once you have already taken care of your credit score and any savings account, you definitely have to go to a lender or a financial institution like a bank. It's important. It's important to go to different financial institutions because each entity has its own regulations it has its own policies it's a, its own interest rates its own requirements and if you have an opportunity to shop around i would highly highly recommend it because you want to get the best loan for your needs so after you go with a lender they'll explain to you what exi- what loans you qualified which loan is the best for you and then you can make an, a decision on how you want to proceed do you want a conventional loan do you want a veteran loan or do you want uh, an fha loan which is a federal back loan that the federal government back up then once again you're going to get after that you're going to get 
a pre-approval letter and this is different from a pre-qualification letter because in the pre-approval letter it shows your loan amount the interest rate the loan program that you will get and that it's an important step because this, this will be the only way in which you can go and see houses most real estate agents i would say 95 percent of real estate agents are not going to allow you to see a property because one they don't know how much money you qualify for and two they don't want to spend their time energy gas money on someone who may or may not qualify so um, if you have this pre-approval letter you can go and see all the houses that you want but before that you need to do the paperwork so get those things done and the next step which is one of the most important is to get a really good real estate agent and the way that you know if you have a real estate a great real estate agent is one they're willing to make time for you that means that they're going to have a meeting before you actually go and see houses and they're going to explain to you step by step on how that process really looks like and then another uh, another takeaways that they're willing to to go the extra mile for you meaning that they're willing to spend their time and energy explaining to you how to get the best house for you and they would definitely will give you the best advice for yourself and they're not just going to do the job just for the commission they're there to help you out because they're very passionate about this profession and i'm going to debunk a couple of myths number one is that you need a social security to purchase a home you do not need a social security to purchase a home i know there's many people out there that are immigrants and want to purchase a home because it's the american dream but you don't need one what you do need is an it number from the irs so this item number you can get from, you need to get it from IRS and your tax person can do it for you or at least help you get that number if you can't, if you don't know exactly how to get that number. <laughs> yeah, but you don't need any, any, so you don't need a social security. However, I would have to explain this to you. If you, for whatever reason, want to purchase a home, and then you decide to sell it, you would have to pay 15% of profits, the profits that you get from that house. That's something that people who have a social security don't have to do. I don't know why they have this regulation, but it's not in your best, it shouldn't be in your best interest to sell that house if you're not intending to sell it. So that's that. And another takeaway is that you may need a higher down payment for your house. Typically with people who have a 19 number, they typically need a 15% or a 20% down payment. This is very different from someone who has a social security. Those people who have a social security can purchase a home for as low as 3% So with a conventional loan. So that's that. And then another myth, myth that I already debunked is that if you have a social security, you need 20% for your down payment. You don't need 20% down payment. You can lo you can get loans as low as a 3.5%. 3 
the reason why I would say people think that is because there has been some loans that you have to pay twenty. You have to pay a premium. That's a an insurance. If you don't have twenty percent, let's say that you only have ten percent, and you want to purchase a home, you can still purchase a home. However, there's some loans, not all of of the loans, that require you to purchase this um insurance on on insurance that backs up the loan which is different from which is totally different from a house insurance so you don't need to do that but you have to understand that if you don't have that 20 percent, depending on the loan that you have you will pay a an insurance it's called mortgage insurance and yeah Another myth that I, that I have to debunk is that in order for you to purchase a home, you must have a spouse. And the truth is that you don't need a spouse. Many single people out there purchase homes too. And what's important is that you must save a lot of, a lot of money, but also it's possible for you to own a home by yourself. So you don't need a spouse or a parent as long as you do, you do meet the, um, the amounts and you don't have many debts or you don't have any you don't your credit score is not as long as your credit score is great then you're fine so with that being said thank you so much for listening to today's podcast i know this is the first step of purchasing a home and i will have other episodes on home buying so without any more preambles thank you so much for listening to today's podcast i love you so much and i hope you listen to my podcast next week so also don't don't forget to leave me a review i highly highly appreciate it so thank you so much and have a great week bye